This is the City Demo Show. I'm your host, Isaac Esau Gang, a.k.a. the King of Demos. Bill Candy supermarkets or establishments and from visually seeing how people respond to the way they conduct their business. So right off the bat, Whole Foods Market, Walmart, Trader Joe's, and small mom-and-pop supermarkets like Meckleburg and Brooklyn will survive the student market crash. And I'm going to tell you why. For example, a mom-and-pop business like Meckleburg has three ways to make money. They have a restaurant at their supermarket. They have a supermarket. So if you like what you eat or drink in the super, uh, the restaurant, you can buy it at the supermarket. They also have a cheese specialty department. So, that, so that's three ways for them to make money. Not only that, they also have like events for kids, music events. Um, uh, just just they, They're building their community. Okay, they're building their community on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also in their establishment. That's the way you have to do it. That's how you will survive any crash for that matter. They're building a community. And without a community, you cannot win. Walmart. Walmart is known for having low prices year-round, no matter what. You can buy um, you know, food there. You can buy clothes. I mean, pretty much anything. Not only that, they also rent out their spaces to, let's say, Subway or banks or eye care facilities. So they, they're making money from making money from rental. Um, they're making money from their own products, from clothes. I mean, they just they they master everything when it comes to retail. All right, Amazon, Amazon slash Whole Foods Market. Now this is something completely new. The supermarket industry has a rude awakening. Okay, Amazon is automating how they operate their business. Okay. So they're cutting their costs down. Not only that, they're introducing their prime members to Whole Foods Market if they're not already prime members. But you can get a discount if you're a prime member, a significant discount on a lot of their produce, a lot of their meats and seafood, a lot of their dry products, dry good products. They're, they are going to win. They're innovating. And a lot of supermarkets aren't doing that right now. So that's, in my opinion, those are the supermarkets that will make it. And also, let's not forget Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is winning because they sell their own products. Not only that, they are also smart. They don't expand and, and build all these, you know, all these shelves and, 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 and rent out all of these big spaces to sell their goods and, and services. They have this very efficient retail shop in a metropolitan area. And they sell their own products. They're, they're efficient. Like, they might not have the best, let's say, produce or the, the best meats or seafood. They might not have a large selection, but they have what you need. 
That's it. They have what you need, and they're good about it. And that's why Trader Joe's, Walmart, Meckleburg, and Whole Foods Market will dominate during the school, the stu students, sorry, students market crash, or any crash for that matter. Now, these are the supermarkets or uh, business establishments, I think, that will not win during a crash or the student market crash or any crash for that matter. They may survive, but they may not, they may not make a profit, all right? Fairway Market. I love Fairway Market. I think they have a lot of great selections of different cheeses, produce, seafood, meats. I mean, you name it. This supermarket has everything. Now, Fairway is not as big as Whole Foods Market. If you're from New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, you've probably seen a Fairway Market. Um, if you ever shopped at Fairway Market or if you have your products in Fairway Market, now let's be logical for, for, for a second. First of all, Fairway Market, all of their locations for the most part, except for maybe the one on West 74th Street and Broadway or 73rd and Broadway, that store is very efficient. First of all, it's a, it's a smaller supermarket versus the other supermarkets that they have. The reason why I think Fair, Fairway Market will fail during a crash, a student market crash, is because they have too much space and they have too much products, like too much products. You don't need 10 million different types of cheeses, 10 million different types of coconut water. Now, Whole Foods Market and other supermarkets have the same exact selection, but based on what I said previously, they're going to win. Fairway Market is too big. They need to innovate. They need to, um, if they want to keep their space, maybe they can hold up a, a book club. They can have, you know, young entrepreneurs have, um, you know, meetings within their supermarket, like just like a space uh, for young entrepreneurs to connect, uh, build a community within their supermarkets, have live concerts or shows. You know, they sell prepared food so they, people can buy, go to the buffet, and actually watch a show. They have this space, but they're not utilizing it or using it correctly. And that's why I feel that they will fail during a student market crash. Because students, whether they're living with their parents or not, they're going to shop at Trader Joe's. They're going to shop at Key Foods or Associate Markets. And those are other um, supermarkets that I did not mention that will survive a student market crash, okay? Because associate markets, key food markets, um, their particular demographic are some of the people that are on food stamps are low income uh, housing families. So despite a market crash, unless the USA government um, collapsed and we can't, you know, people can't get food stamps, then they'll have a problem. But if the market is doing great, uh, or the government is doing great and it's not affecting them from getting food stamps, Key Foods and Associate Markets and C-Town, they're still going to win because they have their demographic. Another company I forgot to mention was Dina DeLuca. Dina DeLuca markets their products and services to a certain class of people, to a certain demographic. It's more uh, ultra-rich or wealthy or new money. Those are their dem demographic. And during a bad time, these people will still shop there because they have money. They know what they're doing. They have multiple businesses, they have multiple streams of income. So despite a market crash, they will survive. But companies like Fairway Market and small and mo small mom and pop businesses, 
that are not innovating, that not that they're not in you know using their platform to create more services to build a community will fail. They will fail. All of these, um, you know, right now I live in Connecticut. So like if you go to like downtown Danbury or maybe downtown Stanford or you go to Brooklyn, Bedstock, Bushwick, and all of these specialty coffee shops that are very popular right now because money is good. You know, loans, you can get loans um, cheaper than you could before during um, the real estate market crash. They're, they're surviving now. But when the market hits, people are not going to be buying three, four dollars worth of coffee. They're just not doing it. And if they do it, they're going to go to Starbucks or a place that gives them some type of incentive to buy products in their store. Just, just, just it. And a lot of companies, mom and pop businesses, a lot of sandwich shops, coffee shops that are popping up, juice bars that are popping up, and that's all they do. They're surviving now because money is good now. You know, even though interest rates went up a little bit, they're surviving because it's still a trendy thing to do. But once that market crashes, that's it. A lot of these specialty shops, a lot of these investors that put all of this hundreds of thousands of dollars of money and millions of money, millions of dollars of money into their businesses, they're going to fail. They're going to fail. So if you are a brand, you need to focus your attention on Whole Foods Market, Mecklenburg or mom and pop businesses like Mecklenburg, um, uh, Amazon, you know, utilize direct to consumer or use a, a platform like Amazon to sell your products and build a following, a social media following to do direct to consumer so you don't have to worry about the distribution getting a cut and the supermarket getting a cut. 100% of your profit can be direct to consumer, but you have to learn how to market that. And also, I would say maybe in future episodes, I'll dig deeper into that. Um, so those are the brands or supermarkets you want to put your products in, okay? Whole Foods Market, Amazon, um, Family Dollar, even though that's not a supermarket per se, but Family Dollar, Target, uh, Dollar Tree, all of these different establishments where it's low prices year-round, and they market themselves as a low-price establishment, or a, a company that offers low prices, those are the people, they're going to win. They're going to win during a crash. Because we've seen it. During the crash, whole, um, Walmart made so much money during um, 08, 09, and after that, they made more money than they used to make, or, or did make in the past, previous years, uh, before the real estate market crash. Because why? They tell their consumers, or potential consumers, potential customers that we have low prices year-round no matter what. If you're going to come to my store, I'm going to give you a deal. And those are the supermarkets and the business establishments you need to be in. Okay? So to sum everything up, you want to be in those supermarkets and business establishments that I've mentioned. If you are not in those places, you better hurry up. Now, you don't have to listen to me. I mean, who, who, who am I? You know, I'm just... The king of demos. I'm, I'm just a person who took uh, a $10,000 loan into a $100,000 a year business, uh, making close to, uh, in three to four years, close to a half a million at 29 years old. I mean, don't, don't listen to me. I, I don't know what I'm talking about, okay? Three and a half years in the game, and I'm crushing it. Don't listen to me. But just look around. Go to these supermarkets. Go to these business establishments on the weekends. 
morning, evening. You can see it for yourself. You'll see the traffic. I'm in the supermarket almost every day. I see how people respond. I see what customers have to say about uh, what they like about the supermarket, what they dislike about the supermarket. I am the person that you guys really need to take tune in and really, really just listen to what I have to say because it's subjective. It's, it's also someone who's talking from experience and also someone who gives surveys to customers. I ask customers all the time all these questions for my personal market research. And I tell my um, vendors what I've learned. I let them know what's going on. You know, they're working on building their brand, but they need somebody out there in the street who's in tune with, with what's going on with the supermarkets and the consumers. I see it all the time. So, with that being said, I want to thank you for taking the time out out of your day to listening to my video, for listening to my video, and I hope you work with City Demos. We got it going on. Book us today. We have low prices year-round, just like Walmart, just like Amazon Prime memberships. We have low prices year-round, and we, we're all about quality of service. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Isaac Isogay. Take care. Execution, closing the deal. That's the most important thing. You made this. You were able to achieve. to the City Demo Show. I'm your host, Isaac Isogay, aka the King of Demos. Please come back for more B2B marketing tips. Peace.